This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. No, that We start out with a flat-out lie because both of you snuck on the show. That's just how it is, you know. Sneaky bastards. You know, it worked out yesterday because I loved yesterday's show. Yeah. I really liked the show a lot, so every day I'm going to start the show with... Both of you get your head out of your ass and get in a good mood for Christ's sake. There, I'm going to start every show like that. That was so funny. It was wonderful yesterday. I had a great time yesterday on the show. Everybody's in a good mood. Yeah, we started in a good mood. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I'm going to yell at you every day. Oh, okay. That's the get key. your head out That's of your the ass. Key. You need to be yelled at to be put in a good mood. That's get, it. get your crap together. That's Do it. it. That's Do exactly it! What I'm talk- it's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right I'm, there. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Um, I went and looked back uh, a little bit. And look, I'm not trying to disprove anything or whatever, but I just don't like the fact that national news loves to scare people. And I know it's hotter than hell, but please go back and look at the stats. Uh, you know, like I said, Catherine and I just replaced ourselves. We didn't have 95 children. We both drive electric cars. We moved to a much smaller house. And I'm not even one of those climate activist people. It's just, it, if it's the right thing, it's the right thing. Calm down, everybody. Are people scared? Oh, God, yeah. Well, some, I mean, you cannot go out in some of this weather. Some people with, with conditions, oh, there's no way. Yeah. No way they can go, they're going out to them. But I love how loud he talks. Yeah, we got to shut that door. I keep telling you that. You were the last one to come in, and you realized it That's as what, you said No, but it. I told you. No, no, no. I, what I realized is that you've been sitting on your ass the whole time I've hey, been here. Thomas, would you like me to shut that door? <laughs> no, I no, got it. Right. I'm on it. But he, he I always talks that loud. It's hilarious, actually. He's talking to Dougie, I believe, is what the situation is. I, I should probably do the what? Thank you, young lady. Yeah, no problem, sir. Okay, so here's the deal. Um, today, an early shower possible. Hazy sun, hot and humid with a high of 97. Uh, tonight, scattered storms, scattered thunderstorms, an isolated severe storm. Oh, good. So overnight tonight, we'll have more thunder and lightning. Good. Wake up, Tom. Get your ass out of bed. Uh, Friday, not as warm, so that's good. Uh, not as warm, still humid with scattered thunderstorms. An isolated severe thunderstorm is possible. A high of 87, then 84, then 85, then 86. Then... So basically, we have to get through today, and then things get a lot better. So that's good. Um. Like, I, I hate that if people are scared or people can't oh, go I outside, know. I, I know. feel bad, but controversial take. I like the warm weather. I'm telling you, I don't have any problem with warm weather. Uh, I don't like severe cold weather. Same Z. That's none for me with the cold weather. And Tom, do you ski? Does it have to be snow? Then no. Uh, yeah, you're, <laughs> Alex makes fun of me because I'm not like, I, I always quit going outside in winter and I walk inside or run sure. inside. Yeah, that's what I do. And she's like, embrace the snow, her and her husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they do. They yeah, do but he's a it. skier and all that crap. Yeah, They do embrace it. There was a sign out in the hallway here in the building. I don't know if it was this floor or not, but it said um, something like, you know, Mount Everest is littered with bodies of ambitious people. And I'm like, I'm going to live by that model right yeah. there. <laughs> there you go. Yes. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try harder or die. <laughs> that's all there is to it. Yeah. Or don't try at all. <laughs> So we're doing right all, yeah. Uh, partly cloudy, 76 right now, but it is going... They're, they're saying it's going to be 97. I saw that it was going to be like 92. Let me check that again. Why can't they just call each other and come to... Here's what we'll tell them. It's going to be 96. What do you say? Right? Well, yeah, I think the thing is, too, is they then pull out the heat index. That's yeah, That's the big thing lately. Like, what is... I. Uh, don't, like, I kind of know what the heat index is, and I kind of just accept that that's, like, 
what it equals, right? Like it's a combination of humidity and actual temperature and air condition, things like that. That's the heat index, correct? I guess so. Here, well, so it is going to be 96. They said 97. Pretty much everybody says it's going to be 95, 96, 97, somewhere in there. So that happens every July. Yes, we need to do something about this. I understand that. But, but once again, you, you also have to understand you can't keep crowding people into these spaces where you end up with 12 million people living in one city. Like, it's just not a good idea. Yeah. This weather do, does make you break out the hose, though, and, like, sit in a pool of water. What are you water. talking about whores on my show? Well, I mean. Hey, let's go break out the hose. Bring out the hose in different area codes. <laughs> Jesus Palomino. <laughs> All I have to say to you is Jesus Palomino. You guys been watching anything on TV? Anything any good happening? Uh, what did we watch? Uh, we are, oh, we were watching Real Housewives. And by we, I mean Justin was sitting there nicely next to me. So, in other words, he wasn't watching. Correct. Mm-hmm. That works. You got Dougie? Uh, I do have Dougie, yeah. I didn't. I told you I don't want Doug on the show this early, but oh, wait a minute. He can hear me. Oh, awkward. Oh, thanks so much. You're the best. I'm now, look, it, it's 7.05 in the morning. I have now talked to you and Michael Bryant already today. Don't you think that's a lot of weight on my shoulders? That is a, a, a massive burden to carry, sir, but you wear it well, as Rod Stewart said. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on the line, Doug Sprinthal live, uh, the new GM from flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new EV Ford Mustang online, flagshipford.com. So I heard business okay. is good, a lot of inquiries. Can, can we take a vote here? Yes. Anybody, everybody that wants Tom to stop reading the uh, pre-intro, uh, raise your hand. Well, you don't want it on anymore? I no, like it. Oh, everybody knows who I am. That's cool. You don't oh. have to do that. Well, pardon me. Though. I am right. Well, I, that, that sounds a little arrogant. I'm sorry. Not it's early. You. I just got up. <laughs> I like the intro, so I'm voting for it. You do? You like the intro? You must have written it. Uh, I did not write it, but I like the formal corniness of it. How about this? Okay. I just wrote, rewrote your intro. You ready? I'm ready. Here we go. <clears throat> hey, asshole. How you doing? That, see, now that's the Tom that we know and love. <laughs> Does that feel like home to be called asshole? Yeah, that's so I'd funny. Rather... I literally, Dougie, have people walk up to me on the sidewalk and go, how do you get away with talking to your people that support you like that? They buy all these commercials, and then you tell them they're a piece of crap. <laughs> you, just, you, you just defined Don Rickles' entire career. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a very good point. If you want, Doug. I'd like, we... to sit in the, I'd like to sit in the front row. It'll be $100. All right, you hockey puck. <laughs> yeah, if you want, we can have Tom rewrite it to say, now we have Doug Sprinthal. And he has a giant penis. Oh, yeah, nice. you could do that. Ooh, that would be good. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing. We could lie to the listeners. <laughs> or you could say, and now Doug Sprinthal, a great time to get up and fix yourself a drink. Uh, ooh, yeah. At, at 7.07 mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah, what, 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 do you, well, what do you think of our listeners? Jesus. Okay, Dougie. I'm sorry. Dougie, I have, to get... use, I have to use our friendship as soon as you're done. Okay, go ahead. Oh, you're done? Yeah. I, I, I have to... I have to just because I adore this woman, I love her dearly since I was a little boy. She's one of the, my greatest memories of being a three-year-old, four-year-old, that whole situation. Remember three weeks ago, I went and visited my Aunt Marianne Levine. Yeah. Remember that? You, you did tell me that, yeah. She died yesterday. Aww. Oh, oh no. Oh, God, she, you guys would have loved her. She was one of the best people. But 
I'm telling you, I hadn't seen her in a long time, like probably a couple of years. No, not that long, but about a year since I had seen her. And I just got this idea in my head. It's like, look, I'm gonna, I know it's not exactly right next to Madden's, but we should go to Long Prairie on the way home. I know it's an hour out of the way and all that stuff, but I just love to see Mary. Do you think there's some, I don't know, man, I'm not talking about magic or anything like that, but, you know, she was going to be 90 years old in September, so I do understand that you get the idea in her head. But, see, that's the gratitude I have in life. I am so grateful whatever or whoever put that idea in my head to go see my Aunt Marianne, thank you. You know, I, I that's wonderful, and I am kind of a higher power guy. I believe that sometimes you, the right person goes to the right place at the right time, if that makes sense. It was wonderful this year. The last thing, and I will never forget it now because it just happened three weeks ago. Yeah, it was just a second ago. I leaned over and kissed her on the cheek and said, you know, I love you very much, and she said the same. So that those are the last words we ever exchanged. And thank you, God. If there's a God, thank you, or whomever, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm very grateful for that. I really am. I'm so glad you guys went and saw her. Oh, me too. How? That's, yeah. Well. I told the story yesterday. I gave, gave her that sheet of paper with scribbling on it. And she said, what's this say? And I said, I don't know. I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that she remembers that. Like, oh, like, yeah. That's so cute. It's such an aunt. Like, that's Andy's dad right there in a nutshell. Yeah, I suppose that's probably true. But, yes, thank you to the, the entire Levine family. You've all reached out. Uh, and, I, man, it was so great to see all of you and, and your lovely mother. And I told her I, I adored her. So, Again, I'm very sad, but at the same time, so, I'm very grateful that that happened. So let's talk about cars now, shall we? All right. We'll, we'll shift gears. Oh, see, we'll shift oh, gears. I like there that. Goes. Huh? Yeah. Well, you know, we were talking a little bit about the hailstorms <laughs> in, in, in western Wisconsin, and, and Baldwin, for some reason, hasn't got hit, but all around us and i found out firsthand yesterday how bad it was a young woman's a nurse in rice lake came looking at buying a late model ford and she had her trade-in which is a toyota highlander i tell you there this windshield was so busted it looked like it had been in the godfather you know when sunny gets uh, blasted at the toll booth yeah it looked just the whole car looked Whoa. like that dang a lane unbelievably bad. I mean, this wasn't just a cup, and it busted the side view mirrors off, and the taillights were busted, and it was unbelievable. So, and so there will be hail sales at those dealerships in the western part of Wisconsin, New Richmond, and Hudson, and so on and so forth. Some people like to take advantage of that. I've done it in the past. It happens if you've been in the car business long enough, but some people want unmolested new cars, so uh, they're going to be in short supply in that part of the world so if you're interested in a good deal on a hail free car baldwin ford is the place to go i should say flagship ford in baldwin wisconsin it's so early i got the name wrong no i'll get it i'll do your job for you don't worry about okay, it. okay thank you you know what i'm saying right yeah i know what you're saying and you know what i mean <clears throat> i know exactly what you mean if that happens like let's say you have a bunch of hail damage and you have insurance can you bring it in like all raggedy, and they will give you the insured vehicles trade in price? Yeah, well, uh, what they do is they figure out the, you know, I don't want to speak for an insurance company, but uh, usually you'll have the option to have it repaired, and then the insurance uh, company uh, pays the body shop, or uh, 
they'll just give you the check directly and you can choose to drive a hail damaged cars. Um, you know, our good friend Don Cavanaugh has got uh, the dent repair stuff mm-hmm. that can get light <clears throat> hail damage out. But this is so severe. If you were going to, re- I, I think this car was actually totaled. Uh, it wow. had to be $10,000 worth of damage. And it was an older Toyota with some miles on it. Uh, still, without the damage, it would have been a sellable piece. But I, you know, I, it looked like a total wreck just from hail. It was and our office manager, who lives uh, 40 miles out of town, they had just had their roof replaced. And she says they need another roof. It took down their fence and put holes in their siding. There's a bad storms over there. Holes. Mm. But I've, I've never seen holes. I've seen dented siding before, but I've never seen holes in it. Jeez, real holes? Yeah. Man. It was rather severe. There's no question. We talked about the severity yesterday. And it's still kind of hanging on today. Even though I slept really, really well last night, I could have slept another couple hours. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had it down to the boat yesterday after work and went out in a little whaler for a ride. It was just beautiful on the river, and there's nobody out here. But it was a little warm uh, down sleeping on the boat last night. So it was, didn't you know. get the best. Doug, you got to back away from that really hard life of yours, like sleeping on the yeah. boat at night. <laughs> Jesus, Come on, you could do it if you had one. If I yes, if I had one, I could do it. You're absolutely it, no. It's perfect. <laughs> it's five minute commute for Sarah, and it, it cuts mine by about twenty minutes. And, yeah, it and is we love great. it down here. Although none of her friends are here, it was too hot for them. Bunch of babies, sugar tit all the way. No yeah. question about it. It's all true. No, I I, I love that. What? Uh, Why well, I won't say which cove you're in, but it, that's a great area. You can say it. It's all right. Kings Cove? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great place. It's a really nice place. You know, Bunch of I good restaurants here, too. It's uh, actually the largest mari- private marina in the entire Mississippi. Doesn't surprise me in the least. It's beautiful. It's a, that's a great marina, no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and we're closer to our friends on the dock than we are. We know more about them than our neighbors. Because, you know, we're, you we're Minnesota suburbanites. We don't really love to talk to each other. <laughs> we just kind of wave. <laughs> we wave, but we wave politely uh, and and go about our business. But dock mates, we ha- we're thicker than thieves. We hang out all together. Oh, I don't think giving someone the finger is a nice wave, but, you know, it's just me. <laughs> that's just us. That's just us. Do you like yeah, that's, yeah. When you're sleeping, do you like that, that movement in the oh, boat? Oh, yeah. Well, I do, but this is this place is so protected. It's it's the only time the boat moves is if there's a storm. So right. probably five or six times a year, we'll go out and anchor out overnight on the river. And I just I love that sound. It's very relaxing. Oh, I bet that's awesome. Not a whole deal. Yeah, I agree. That's with wonderful. You. All right, Douglas MacArthur. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I am looking forward to it. Stay cool. Be cool. Have fun. We'll get her done, Pally. We'll take a break. Chelsea Hood will be with us at Laugh Camp Comedy Club. It is it uh, tonight and tomorrow night? Or excuse me, it's tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday? Which nights is it? I believe it is Friday and Saturday. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. It's July 28th and 29th. Mm-hmm. I haven't caught up with that whole looking at my watch for my calendar. Because this watch didn't show, used to show me a calendar. Yeah, well, Catherine set it up real nice now. She did. So, yes, uh, Chelsea Hood will join us. She will be in town tomorrow night and Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Laugh Camp Comedy Club, 490 Robert Street. Chelsea joins us right after this. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. 
The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Bradshaw and Bryant. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Corey Wisco of the Wellshire. It's difficult to put in words the relationship that we have with North American Banking Company. You know, they've been there from the very beginning with our vision of providing quality dementia care for individuals, and they've been a partner all the way through. They uh, really are uh, there for us. For information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com. That's nabanco.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Shop end-of-season deals during the truckload event at Lowe's. Right now, save on major appliances and get an additional 10% off in-store clearance appliances. Plus, take up to 50% off select patio furniture and accessories and save on select grills and outdoor power equipment. Great deals are happening now, in-store and online. Lowe's knows savings. Lowe's knows home improvement. Bout through 726. Exclusions apply. Raw supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited-time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packages. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. I like the winter. I, I don't like the sun. It's too sweaty in the summer. You know what I mean? I don't know. Has anyone here ever been a size 14 redhead? That's not our time. You know? <laughs> Winter is our time. <laughs> this is, it's good. So sorry, skinny bitches, you can pack up your clavicles. We'll see you in April. <laughs> this is my time. I've just been trapping sad boys off the internet with a crock pot. <laughs> Pretty good. If, the, if you want to catch one, it's just a two pound chuck roast and a bag of baby carrots. And they're like, what? <laughs> It's a can of soup, idiot. Stay a while. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Chelsea Hood Laugh Camp Comedy Club, 490 Robert Street North. That is tomorrow night and Saturday night. Chelsea, how are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. You better not come to town if you don't like that hot weather, sister. I'm telling you. Well, I was hoping you guys would have a little break. It's been just as bad down here in Chicago. 
Uh, yeah, it's, I guess it's pretty much everywhere. And it is it is the end of July. And I, look, the end of July and August is very, very hot. And I just behave. So you're going to have to go out in the winter to balance it out, Chelsea. That's all there is to it. I know, I know. But I'm looking forward to it. I always have a good time when I'm in town. Well, good. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad to hear that. I, I, I must say, are you from Chicago originally or did you just move there? I, I did. I grew up here in the suburbs. I'm not like, I'm a city person. I'm I'm a suburban girl. I grew up down here and um, I'm in Wisconsin and Michigan and Minnesota a lot. So I, I kind of just like to stick to my Midwestern people. I understand <laughs> that. But uh, same same story to you. I, I love Chicago. Spent a ton of time there. Lived there for a while, and just, uh, I, I love that town. Great place. It is. And, you know, everyone thinks it's really violent right now, and I'm like, I don't know where you guys are hanging out. It's not a, It's not any worse than anywhere else. <laughs> no, I heard that you're violent. That's what I heard. It, yeah, I am, you know what, honestly, I'm a huge threat to society. That checks out. Chelsea Hood, threat to society. You guys know one another? Uh, I don't know Chelsea. She's, don't worked, know. she's worked with a lot of people I know. Right, We've never right. crossed paths, now. That's the ticket. So how did it all start, Chelsea? I want to know. So you're sitting around, and you're in junior high school, and you go, you know what? These people aren't funny in the least. Is that what you did? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I was telling the teachers that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think I just, I like every other card that I got picked on for not fitting in. You know, and then it's like a lot of us that just, you, you build up this sense of humor and you're like, I could laugh at myself. Um, and and that was it. I got I got an acting and theater degree, but I really just, I was I did stand up for like eight years and finally my, my or improv for like eight years. And my improv teacher was like, you hate this. You have to stop coming. <laughs> you hate this. We don't want to take your money anymore. <laughs> He's like, why do you keep coming? I was like, I don't know. People tell me I'm funny, but stand-up's too scary. <laughs> well. And so he, he pushed me out of the nest about 15 years ago, and I haven't really looked back. So so it's all working out in the end, so that's good. Yeah, you know, me and my 19 jobs. But um, I think I'm taking a Greyhound up. I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> oh, I don't think there's any gray. <laughs> what could what could be my My luck, the last time, it's been a long time since I've been on a Greyhound, Chelsea. got to be honest with you. But the last time I was on a Greyhound bus going up to, matter of fact, Long Prairie, Minnesota, where I was born to visit my, my family up there, my aunt and uncle, uh, the entire two-hour drive on the Greyhound bus, there was a guy in the very back playing guitar and singing country songs <laughs> the whole way, Chelsea. That's intense. And it wasn't like he was, yeah, he wasn't Don, uh, what's his name? Who's that great country singer, Don, whatever the hell Coyote? Yes, Don Quixote. That's exactly who it is. <laughs> so he wasn't. He lacked a little talent, is what you're I saying. I don't believe in virginity as common as it used to be. That guy, really good singer. But anyway, moving back to horseshit guitar players, and we'll get beyond that. <laughs> and we'll talk about Lab <laughs> Camp Comedy Club. Now, I just two hours of a Chelsea. It was like, oh my God, would you please just take. Okay, break time. Yeah. yeah. Intermission. Intermission. You know, you talk about the Greyhounds and stuff. I don't think people realize, like, how tough the road really can be. Oh, for God. It sucks. Like, tonight I'm flying to Boise. In my hotel, I looked it up online. The first Yelp review said, don't. Oh, God. Don't. Just don't. Oh, God. And I'm like, nope, that's where I am staying tonight. Roaches and all, that's where I'm at, so... Well, the oh, up. yeah, that's like, that was one of mine in Fargo. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, did uh, <laughs> the oil rig guys bringing in racks of like natty light at six a.m. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, nice. <laughs> did uh, did you play the cellar in Fargo? Is that where you were at? I sure did. Yeah, yeah it's a great little room. There's a. Uh, I was talking to a comic this weekend about Fargo because he has done it before, and he said, "Man, the the first hotel I brought the family with me, and we got there, and my wife's like." What are you doing with your life? We're not staying at this hotel. We have children. Oh. There's guys like, you know, smoking off of tinfoil out oh. in the freaking parking lot. Like, no, there's no way. That's the hotel right across the street from the mall. That's the same one I stayed at. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. Oh. It's so bad. <laughs> no, I do yeah, love no, the fact. I mean, the road is like, it's a whole beast. My control arms went out on my car. So unless any of you moonlight as a mechanic outside of your radio existence. But, mm-hmm. uh so I was like, well, we're going to have a Greyhound adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, yeah, the road is a, is a wild place. You always see a lot of characters. I'm sure you guys are familiar with all of them. But it's it's just kind of like, are you going to murder me or am I going to make it to tell this story on stage? <laughs> Roll the dice. It's got to be. I I never did that. It's got to be difficult to constantly be on the road, isn't it? Or do you, do you adjust to it eventually? I don't think anybody adjusts to it. Yeah. I think you just get more weird. <laughs> okay, well, that's... I mean, look look at all the older guy comics that have been doing it for 30 years. It's like, we can't even keep a shirt on Bert, you know? <laughs> <laughs> How's the movie doing? That's what I want to know. But in any case, yeah, it, it's... I don't think people do understand that... Is it... Oh, here's a question I have for both of you. Is it hard... Because I know you got, well, you're on the road. You got to be doing some writing on the road. There's no question. Otherwise, you'd never get anything done. But is it hard to write material in a hotel because it's so foreign and noisy and all the rest of it? You know, for me, I, I get up every day and I have a game plan. I go to a coffee shop, I find a brewery, I get a bird scooter, okay. and I take my camera and I spend the first like hour of my day just out taking pictures of the city and just like enjoying the day like I miss my family and I kind of want to be in my own home so I might as well make the most of it but then yeah I can't just sit in a hotel room you know it's not like you wake up at 10 and you're like well the show starts in nine hours I guess I'll just sit here because I have to go out and do something my mind I get stir crazy if I sit in a hotel room too long so yeah so writing I write every day so for me I got to go find a you know communal place and just sit down with a uh, you know, a pen and a piece of paper. Yeah. Chelsea, you agree with that? Yeah. You got to go do something. Yeah. You got to do something. And I learned that from the guys that I toured with early on that had been doing it for a long time. You have to get out of the room. You can't just right. sit in there and mm-hmm. think about what you're really doing. Or all of a sudden you're like, why have I, why do I leave my friends and family every weekend? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bad, but I think if you, it can be great. You get to go out, you get to like, have local coffee you get to have like local you know there's like a lot of great local breakfast spots that open up and i think if you invest your energy into the town while you're there it it just kind of like makes the shows feel better you don't feel like you're just like coming in there to take their money and leave yeah um i like that part i like going out and kind of figuring out what what makes the city what it is during the day I don't take photos, but I love that idea. Just rip a bird scooter around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's funny. You don't take, cause I don't take photos either. I, and I don't even know why I, I don't take pictures. It's weird. 
I, you know what it is? It's because I don't want to be the person that gets home and goes, hey, do you want to see these pictures of buildings I took in Minnesota? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. People are like, no, I'm good. You do have to be careful falling into that trap because I take family vacations. It's me, my sister, my brother-in-law, my niece, and my daughter. And there's amazing pictures of the four of them. But not me, oh, because I'm okay. the one who's yeah. always taking the photo. And then my sister goes, well, no, you're in the photo. We knew you're the one who took it. I, can't, I can relate to that <laughs> no. so God. much. If I die tomorrow, my daughter will think I never wanted to be around her ever. Yeah. There is no proof that me and my daughter ever hang it's out. It's just go-go and her dad. That's it's just it. go-go yeah. and her dad constantly. Mm-hmm. I relate. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> God, I was just looking at your list on here, Chelsea. You have worked every damn place. Comedy Store, Carolines, the House of Blues, the Improv. Oh, man. Yeah, it's all really taken off. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, things are just blowing up. It, well, but, I mean, it's got to be a thrill the first time you work those places. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I remember those. all those places have that kind of magic. Yeah. I'll never forget. Because I, I, I started out down in Texas. I was living down there. That's when I started staying up. And then I lived in New York, and then I came back to Chicago. So I've done, like, five years in each scene. Mm-hmm. And you get to see all of these spaces that are sort of, like, hollowed ground. Um, the one that is the coolest is probably, like, when you go into the comedy store. Yeah. And they, like, take you back into the back of what used to be Richard Pryor's, essentially, dressing room. Mm-hmm. And he had, like, a custom cocaine table built oh neat <laughs> okay all right and you're standing there and all the comics are like i mean isn't it amazing and you're like this industry needs a makeover yeah. <laughs> this needs a renovation i'm yeah, gonna list like, it and leave it yeah absolutely. <laughs> like it just some of it is like you can feel the the energy of the people that have come before you you know what i mean yeah it's not like it all rubs off on you because now comedy happens on tiktok but yeah, that's true. But I have heard many. Well, there's, I think there's a TV show about the fact that the comedy store is haunted. I believe that. Yeah, Showtime just did something yeah. about the comedy yep. store. I think it yep. came out like three years ago. Yes, yeah, sir. and they did. It was almost like a five part docu series. I believe it was something like that. I think it'd be great just sitting there and all of a sudden bar stools are flying through the air. That's got to sure. be a thrill. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a good time had by all. Yeah. But- Could you imagine how you know? rattled the ghost of Richard Pryor must be with that custom cocaine table in the back of the, yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the comedy store. And the attention that they would need. A comedian's oh, ghost yeah. would just constantly need attention. You're like, Richard, it's 2.30, man. I got to pick up the kids. He's like, boo, boo, no, stop it. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, I'm glad you guys are talking about Richard because I've always wanted to ask comedians this because uh, I've met both of Richard Pryor's kids, great people. Do you think it's weird that Richard Pryor, or did he have nothing to do with the fact that they're good people? I mean, he didn't present the best example as a father. There's no question about that. But his children, I'm sure you guys have either worked with or met both his children, right? Oh, you never have? I haven't. No, no, I haven't. They're both really nice. And I keep thinking to myself, how the hell did you turn out to be such nice people? Let's be honest. I mean, if he's traveling as much as he was... Never was, around. Was he really yeah. raising his babies? Oh, I'm sure he wasn't. But I mean, yeah. that that usually has that, you know that weighs kind of heavy on some people. But Rain could not be sweeter. And Richard, 
Junior is just busting his ass to try to make it really nice people. I was very impressed with both of them. Yeah, usually you rebel 180 from where your parents yep. were at. You know, like if your par- yeah, if your parents are drug runners, you go to ninth grade in a suit and tie with a briefcase. You know, like you just do completely different. And I, I see my daughter. Like you know, I brought this up the other day that the first time I was ever arrested, I was nine years old. The first time I was put in the back of a cop car, I was nine. And my daughter refuses to swear, and she's 15. Like, won't use bad language. She won't sneak out of the house. She mm-hmm. doesn't want to get in trouble. And it's just, she. I guess she just saw whatever it was in her family, like, I'm not going to be that. And my only way to rebel yeah. is to just be a good person. Yep. You might, you might be 100% right about that. Mm. I'm not going to be like that, no question. All right, Chelsea, I, I got to be honest with you. I've, I've been, you know, we've not met. I don't think we've ever met, have we? I don't think so. I don't think so, but... How many guys, and I know there's so many lame guys out there, how many people have said to you, hey, can I get in the hood? Come on. Oh, man. I knew it. I just went back to high school real quick. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I have thought of that. Oh, I guarantee you she's put up with that her whole life. Oh, I'm so sorry, Chelsea, oh, let me get for the, in the human hood. race. Okay. It gets worse. My high school computer login was C-H-O-O-D-E. Oh. And it doesn't stay chud for very long. You know what I mean? It yeah. <laughs> I am so sorry. We are, humans are the worst. Well, the fact you yeah. put the, say that Teenage way boys long. are my favorite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was thinking about that. Well, what, next time you come to town, you have to come in early and come in and do the show live. It'd be great to have you on. Yeah, well, come hang out. Well, please, please Tell do. me where to eat breakfast. That's my favorite part of the road is breakfast. Mm-hmm. Is that true? I bet you that's true. I bet you that is true. Eating breakfast is is the best part of being on the road. Most definitely. Chelsea Hood, ladies and gentlemen, Laugh Camp Comedy Club, 490 Robert Street North. Uh, it's tomorrow night and Saturday night, 8 o'clock each night. Chelsea, been great having you on. You have a wonderful attitude. Have a great time in town. And, and like I said, next time, come on in. Hey, thanks. I'd love to meet you all. You guys have a great weekend. You too, Chelsea. Chelsea. All right, bye-bye. Chelsea Hood. Isn't it sad that as a teenage boy at one point in my life, I know that guys would go up to me and go, hey, let me get in the hood. Let me check under the hood. Yeah, check under the hood. Absolutely. that's so bleak. Oh, are you clever? Is that, are you clever, are you? Oh, let me just take my top (laughs) off now. Uh, If you had a transcript of all the things that came out of your mouth between the ages of like 11 and 17, wouldn't you just die? I would die. <laughs> I would actually die. That's why I feel so bad for kiddos that are on reality shows. Yeah. Like, that's got to be brutal to look back at that. I would think so, you yes. Know, I was watching old clips of um, Meet the Osbournes, and uh, Kelly Osbournes, the daughter, uh, it, it, it's brutal. The things she'd yeah. said is just like, oh, that's got to be mortifying. I would imagine. Screaming at Ozzy. Um, the name you're trying to think of, we had about five messages. Don Williams. Don Williams. That's exactly who I was thinking of. One of the great singers of all time. I don't believe virginity is as common as it used to be. He's wonderful. That's a horrible impression of him. I'd like you to know that. Well, it wasn't that bad because we had Bernie, Gary, Joe, and Kim all write in about it. So it wasn't that bad of an and impression. And they all said that you're a disaster. Is that they what said, you're saying? Don Williams, by the way, Brittany, you're carrying the show today. Yeah, carrying it into hell. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Let's just be honest with ourselves, shall we? (laughs) Now, I'm sure everything is just magnificent. Uh, Right? Don Williams, eh? No, what a talent. My mother loved Don Williams. Got to be honest with you, he's a damn good singer. He's a very, very good singer. 
Oh. You guys know who I'm talking about? I, well, I, I didn't know, but now that I'm looking up photos of him, man, nobody pulls off some lamb chop sideburns oh, yeah. like old Don Williams. Oh, yeah, he had the big lamb chops. Wow. Holy buckets. He always did, too. Those are some landing strips. They are indeed, but a hell of a talent. Yeah, this guy looks like he couldn't come within 500 feet of a school. <laughs> well, I got to agree with that. He's very much so. He's got the creep factor going on. I mean, probably a, a great singer, but... I don't know. It's the way he looks into that camera with them big chops and then that cigarette in his hand. I don't know about this guy. I was going to say, I don't, I don't get the creep vibe from him, but I do get that you definitely smell like cigarettes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Definitely mm-hmm. smell like cigarettes but, and like oiled leather. Uh, as a woman, I will tell you something. Uh, you would love his song, I Believe in You. It is a very, very sweet song. It's a you know country five. He's got a. You guys ever heard his voice? No. He's got a phenomenal singing voice. I don't think so. I don't think I there's there's anything. I, I mean, I maybe by accident have you know been around it, but we should definitely. I'll have to look into that. He has a great song. He goes, I believe in I believe in babies. I believe in old folks. I believe in this, but I believe in you. Give me uh, 30 seconds. Let me see if I can find this. And I can, can you got it, Home Smoke. We'll move on to another story and come back and get a little Don Williams on. I think you'll like his voice. I really do. I, I, uh, there's, there are these hot weather hacks. Do you know anything about that? No, I want to. Oh, I mean, okay. Full disclosure, I feel like I know one. Well, you do. Is like the make sure your fan is going the right direction on your ceiling. Why wouldn't it? No, because you can switch. You switch from winter. Well, I know, to but you'd either suck the heat up to yeah. the, the the ceiling or you don't. Yeah. So, like, how would you not know you're doing that or not? Well, I feel like it would be really easy to not go switch your ceiling fan. It's right there next to the light switch. No, no, it's usually attached to the, uh, oh, the cheap ones like you got. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yours. I'm gonna have. Ca- I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Because I don't believe. I, I, you. If I text Catherine, her the little thing is on the ceiling fan. I don't think we have any ceiling fans in our house. Dangling. I don't think I. I Not in Florida. Oh yeah, in Florida. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, true. Everyone yeah. But they come on when Florida. you turn the light on. I know, mm-hmm. but. You have to switch which way it's going in Florida. I mean, I mean, every fan is has on the fan. You switch if it goes uh, w- w- clockwise or counterclockwise. See, there are some that you don't have to do that. No, I'm just look. I'm, I don't well, know anything Florida's about fans. Florida's always hot, so I don't know why you yeah, even have that. Florida, option. you don't want to be in Florida right now. I can promise Somebody's, you that. Somebody messaged us about how hot it is, oh, and they said, yeah. "I live in Florida. Quit your whining." <laughs> and then Joe, of course, wrote Satan's. Hole, so Satan's butthole. Well, that's got to be Phoenix right now, isn't it? Satan's butthole. Yeah, it's oh. hot enough. Some bitch in Phoenix. Yeah, there was a picture of like <clears throat> park ranger standing next to a thermometer that said 138. <laughs> <laughs> was that in Death Valley? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, here you go. A little bit of Don Williams. Love this guy. I believe in babies. I believe in mom and dad. I believe in you. Man. He's got a really what a good voice. It's wow. buttery. Isn't that mm-hmm. phenomenal? Now you quit calling him a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. Stabbing him right in the back. I, I bet there's a couple of creeps that are also really good at long jumping. But let's just because this guy can sing doesn't mean he's not a creep. Chris, uh, you know, Chris Brown can dance, but he likes to hit girls too. That's so. true. Well, there you go. We are multifaceted. <laughs> I'm glad you guys agree that because I guarantee you, some radio people would go, oh, "He's okay." No, 
always blowing out your yeah. ass. He's a beautiful voice. Yeah. Great singer. A straight up butter. Put that on a roll. Yeah. Is he still around? No, died uh, 2017. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Damn it. Don, you son of a bitch. How dare you? What are you doing, Don? You're far too good a singer. But his songs were always about emotion and not like an over the, I feel horrible. Not like that. Yeah. The very sweet side to him. It just... Like I said, I believe in all these things, but most of all, I believe in you. What a nice message that is. I'm mad at it. I think his voice is beautiful. See, I, I did that, Catherine. I went, I believe in you. She went, yeah, well. Yeah, well, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good, also, for, good for you, Tom. Go on, get a ladder and switch the direction of our fans. Yeah. Oh, God, it's what a life. That's all I have to say. She, okay, what? I was going to say, she's been feeling better, though? Yeah, she okay. does feel good. better. No, thank God. Well, it, it was a couple of weeks, man. It was not good. Ha, 10 hot weather hacks. Now, you said you knew one? I feel like the fan's going to be on there. I feel like that's on every list is make sure the fan's going there right Any ideas, Rudy? No. I I mean, I I suppose they probably have the stupid easy one like, make sure you drink a lot of water and then don't stay outside in the middle of the afternoon. If you get sunburned, put on some sunblock. Thanks for the hack. I appreciate it. That's stupid. Yeah, right? (laughs) I like your your dumb person voice. That's a good voice. (laughs) You know what else? It's a hot summer for most of the country, excessively hot in some areas, so some people are desperate for anything that can help them keep cool. There's a collection of hot weather hacks making the rounds online, and like most hacks, some of them are clever, some of them are stupid, and very few of them are actually useful. So your, your biggest hot weather hacks, um, buckle your seatbelt when you leave your car, so when you get back in, the metal bucket won't uh, be so hot. It'll burn you. That's a great idea because it's covered by plastic and not doesn't have the sun beating right oh, down. Oh, I get Yes. Okay, the metal piece. Yes. The metal it. piece. Absolutely. Uh, if your home's HVAC system is struggling to keep your house cool, it's possibly a dirty filter. Well, how stupid do you have to be not to know that? Yeah. If, if it's not working, it means the filter's filthy. I uh, have to trust that that happens. No, okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You've probably heard this. Oh, by the way, I got it. It's interesting that that kind of brought up because Catherine just was talking about the outdoor filters and the air door filters, indoor filters. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. He, she said they in, they were clean as a whistle thirty days ago, and now they're just filthy because oh, all sure. the smoke. Oh. She said it's like thick in there. It's really ooh, nasty. Uh, you've probably heard this one. Make sure your fan. Here it is, the uh, fan. I, told, I feel like Beep. that's everywhere. Uh, make sure your fan is switched to spin counterclockwise, create a downdraft, and push cooler air back toward you. But I have a question. Yeah. So hot air is heavier than cooler air. So you have to push it down from the ceiling. How hard do you have to push it to get through the hot air? That's got to be a bitch, I would think. I would think so. You think there's usually a switch at the base. That's what they're talking about. Not that cheap shit you have at your house. Base right of the fan, sir. No, no, no. They mean it right over here. No, they don't. Let's get on the wall. You are Click. so wrong. <laughs> Click. You are... There's... Listen, I can't reach the cord. <laughs> there's two things in your life you've been wrong about. The throw-up bucket and, and working now this. with you. Well, yeah, that's a huge... Okay, <laughs> three. The, three. That, okay, there are three. Now. Thrice. You've been thrice wrong. Thrice wrong. I like that. You've been thrice wrong. Okay, so you were right. Counterclockwise, create a downdraft, uh, push colder air toward you. When you start driving, don't roll down all the windows. Only roll down the driver's side and passenger windows, and the cross speeds will be much stronger. Why would you roll the... Every car has air conditioning now, doesn't it? Yeah, but sometimes it takes... If it's this hot, it takes oh, a while long. for really? some cars to start. So what I do is go out a little early and start it up, and then get in it once it's cool. You've never done that. I've never done what? You've never gone and start your car early. 
No, but I'd send other people out. <laughs> um, here's, a, here's a five. Does uh, <clears throat> does your vehicle? I bet uh, Doug Sprinthal could probably set this up for you because you have you have the Mustang, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, because I have like a Ford app on my phone. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I can start. I start my vehicle from the you studio can. before I go out there to cool it down or warm it up, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's amazing. It's Must awesome. Be nice, one percenter over uh, there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that Model T you got's pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. I gotta yeah. wind it up first. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about one percent who drives a, a friggin' Corvette and an Audi. Get yeah, out of here. yeah. Oh, you guys, Tom and Rudy, are just. Uh... I was hoping your memory wasn't that good. Honey, I've got a key. Is it to the Rolls or the Audi? I don't know which one it is. Good God. Okay, can I clarify though? The only reason we say the names of the car is because we treat them pretty much like they're both ours. Mm-hmm. So like oh, we can't just not. say we can't just say Justin's car or my car because one's the oh. big one, one's the smaller one. Okay. And so that's why and I hate that it sounds like that, but like we've never thought of like a different name, but I hate that it sounds so stupid. That's kind of negative. Thank you. Sounds so stupid. We have to take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt will join us. All kinds of good stuff to talk about. See, I'm telling you, you guys guys just walked into it. Every day the show's going to start with, get your head out of your ass and cheer up. I love these shows. I like it, yeah. I'm not mad at that. Good conversations going. It's magnificent. Chelsea Hood did a great job. She's in town tomorrow night and Saturday at the Laugh Camp. So, yeah, very nice person. She seemed like a very, very pleasant person. She seems so lovely. Wonderful. Indeed. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their new MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just 10 bucks more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact level of needs, the individual needs we're talking about here. To help you get the best sleep ever, go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size pillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this very special offer, the anniversary offer we're talking about here, of course, on the MyPillows, you'll also receive a deep discount on all MyPillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow history. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That is MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please, Drive safely and stay alive. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad- 
What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing vision, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We have to have Kristen on. Oh, wait a minute. She's already up. Oh, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of her. Get rid of her. What's with the sparkly dress today? What's you that like all me? about? It's cute. It's a tank top. But oh, it I, is. I have, there's method to my madness on this. Okay. Um, I am cleaning up my closet, mm-hmm. and so I'm test driving shirts on the show. I, I like it. Test driving. Keep it. And if I don't like it, then we put it in the like either I sell it or I give it away. Can I pile? Can yeah. I let me? Can we step back a little? Let's see where how, where's the length at? Oh, it's cute. I like it. I would say the I only do thing, too. the only thing that falls in is it's a little too nice to be like casual. So it definitely be more of like I usually wear it to like um, a red carpet situation. Like I have like a jacket that goes <laughs> and like a skirt, Perfect. or I wear it to like a holiday party. Perfect. You need it. Keep it. It's in. But I might wear totally inappropriate things in the mor- on the morning show. It's fine. No big deal. Yeah. I it's wish I could do that thing that, that you two and Catherine and Alex all do, but I can't do it. When you talk, you do this. Yeah, I was talking to the guy and he told you, you, you bobble head back and forth. I can't do it. Something's out of whack. I don't know. I just can't do it. Maybe our spines are not aligned. Maybe that's what it is. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. You know, I was talking to the guy and he told me. I got a lot of emails about this fan situation. Oh, the fan on, on the ceiling? You mean your fans or the fan on the ceiling? The fans. On, I don't have fans. You don't have any fans? Beverly? Sorry, don't write in. That's my mom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the only fan is Beverly. People are saying you're wrong for this one. Uh, even Officer Dave wrote in and said, Hi, Brittany. Sorry, Tom. I got to side with the disaster on the ceiling fan. Yeah, but you guys buy the cheap ones. That's the problem. There was one person that said that they have it on a button on their remote. Yeah. yeah. I have, because I have two. I have one in like yes. my, my regular guest room, and then I have one in my, my bedroom. And my one in my bedroom has the remote with the option to go back and forth. But the cheap one in my guest room has the switch up on the top. So I Touchdown. got both. Controversial yeah. statement coming here. I Touchdown. have two with a remote. <laughs> I hate the remote. I hate trying to find the remote. I hate it hanging on the wall. I hate the remote. I think it's dumb. I hate when Put you have to add batteries. for Christ's sake. Adding not... batteries to something is oh, dumb. God. Running out of battery. I hate I hate the remote. I think the remote's dumb. So how do you watch television? Prayer. <laughs> yeah, that's a pile of BS and everybody knows it. I hate the remote. They oh, made that up. Don't get me started about the Apple remote. I haven't seen that thing since What's like... What's an Apple remote? 2021, the tiny little Apple remote. I don't oh, yeah. know what that is. Yeah, like that thing's gone to us. What's dead. it for? 
The Apple TV. Oh, it is for the TV. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have the stand that you can put on like Ew. the faceplate that goes on the actual light switch itself, and then you just leave the remote in there and you walk by, you hit the button, it turns the light off and on, ew. and then it has the. What do you mean, ew? It's like I don't want to stand like, somewhere. No. That's so tacky. No, it's not. It, it goes on the light switch. It yes. just sits on the wall. I know. I'll send you pictures. I had that for my ceiling fan. Yes. You know what uh-huh. I did? Uh-huh. I got rid of the ceiling fan because I hated it. Yes. I think that I think the remote's tacky. I hate it on the wall. People run into it and fall. What? What kind of friends do you have that run into your walls Brittany. when they come over? Brittany. Oh, is that's that not friends. friends. Let okay. Me show bruises I have. Yeah, from, I'm like a clumsy person, but no, I I don't like the remote. I think I don't like added things for no reason. Don't I? Doesn't need a remote. I just picture EMT standing outside of Brittany's house, yeah. just smoking cigarettes. Like, what happened in there, Don? Well, we got another one. She ran into another fan Whoa. remote. Oh, again? When are these? When are they ever gonna? to stop with the fan remotes on the wall. I know. Smaller than this. I know, exactly. I don't like it. smaller than this. I think it's tacky. I don't uh, like it. uh, Whatever. My hot take on this whole controversial topic is that ceiling fans are ugly, and that's why I got rid of mine in my house. You just got to have them. You don't have to have them. (laughs) Really? He was in such a state of shock, he could not speak. See, I'm sorry. I love them. I don't know what the... I love having a ceiling fan. Yeah, that's my controversial hot take. I just, like, took them out. I did not know that people had such strong opinions about ceiling fans. I mean, it's a ceiling fan, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I just, I'm glad that we're all getting this out. We can draw you know lines do? in the sand. Oh. a lot of aggravation. And <laughs> I have a friend that does this, too. I can have him go install at your house a voice-activated remote. We just walk in and go, Sim Salabim, and it'll start circling the room. Remember the clap-on? Yeah, the clap on and clap off. The so, clapper. It was so funny because they'd be like laying in bed peacefully and then the husband or wife would just go. <laughs> bup, bup. Like, hate that. I hate that. My husband. That would has, happen to me and I'd be awake all night. I'd be totally asleep. My husband would be clapping on and clapping off and I'd be like, now I can't sleep. Why would you want that? No. That clapper sounds Why like a Why is this such a big deal to you guys? The clapper is hilarious to think about that concept. I wouldn't know anything about that. It's actually. violent. <laughs> It's just <laughs> unnecessary. Oh you know, we got to get rid of these damn doorknobs. I do like, hate. What? The, what? My husband has set up uh, the Alexa to. Um, What's turn- an Alexa? You just said it on the in the yeah, mic. I said it confusing enough that she wouldn't hear it. Oh, so we wouldn't hear it at your house. Yeah. So okay. Because they. They usually lay her listing there, and then I find out that I angered her. You think that's on your at your house right now? Don't. Thomas Bernard, don't do it. Don't you do it. Play kick out the jams, mother effer. (laughs) See, I didn't say the other part, though. That's actually kind of funny. Um, (laughs) Just all of a sudden starts playing at the house. Well, my husband has her set up to do a bunch of things. You know how annoying it is to be in mid-conversation and be like, turn on the light. Like, why can't I just walk over and flip the light on? <laughs> it's all these things. Why Has your is Alexa, this a... like, started having other people talk through the yes. Alexa yet? Have no. you been hacked? No. Brittany, I'm... it's Catman calling you through your remote. <laughs> I would love that. The reason to get rid of her. I think <laughs> oh. the scary one of the Alexa in the baby's room and, like, a guy had hacked in. And oh, was, yeah. Like, to the baby. Yep. <laughs> I think it was the baby monitor. Like, that was a big thing. Uh... Then we get these. Now we have like these brands that swear they're like four times encrypted. That's a big thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, hackers will never get through. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They're really bad at that. Never. Never. I wouldn't even let my husband name our camera what it was because I was like, what if they get through? We can't let them know. So, yeah. 
Yeah, my brother does that too. My brother names his like Wi-Fi like protein shake and like absurd things. So people don't know it's his house. You guys got to get out of the house once in a while for Christ's sake. You're naming your remotes? I'm naming, uh, we have to name your cameras different oh, things. Oh, your cameras, okay. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Or your Wi-Fi connection. All right, so what's new in your business out there, sister? All right, so Mattel. All right, she goes, all right. Wait, you're ready for this? Mattel <laughs> sees dollar signs. Oh, yeah. They are super excited that already Barbie has made over $380 million in the first five oh, days. God. And they have got a ton of IP properties, which means, you know, very famous toys that we all recognize. Right. Ready to go. Scripts. Some of them have actors. Some of them have directors <clears throat> attached. So here's what's coming. You guys ready for this? There's a whole list. Okay, first of all, Barney. Hmm. And Barney is going to be kind of dark and edgy. The it's dinosaur? Like di yeah, d uh, the iconic purple okay. dinosaur. Okay. It's going to be live action, and they're calling it sort of an A24 film, so you know that's kind of like Oscar fair, kind of, but very surrealistic. And they said it's going to be darker, and it's going to be unique. Interesting. Kind of interesting. All right, how about Polly Pocket? And it's going to star Lily Collins. So for anyone who watched Emily in Paris, that's Phil Collins' daughter. Um, that's coming. And it's directed by Lena Durham, Dunham. So that's going to be controversial because some people don't love her. Interesting. Hot Wheels, directed, uh, produced by J.J. Abrams. Which, that one feels like, I don't know why that hasn't been done already. Hot Wheels seems really, really obvious, especially after Fast and the Furious. They're calling it mm -hmm. grounded and gritty. I mean, it's like Cars, right? Like, because Cars like was cars. like Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels cars. No, I mean like the movie Cars. Like, I feel like that's been They're done. They're not going in Cars direction. They're going to okay. go gritty. Gritty. Oh, okay. Gritty, yeah. So, see, and this is the thing. You have to remember, anyone who saw Barbie knows that it wasn't geared towards kids. They're going towards the nostalgia audience. They're looking for, like, more adult, kind of, like, darker humor, Edgy, yeah. Mm -hmm. with yeah. All these properties, Rock'em Sock'em Robots with Vin Diesel starring. No, is there? This is not a movie make. Mm. I thought they kind of already did something like that with Hugh Jackman. It wasn't called Rock'em Sock'em Robots, but don't you remember that? It was actually a good movie. Hugh Jackman played a guy who like got in a robot and then fought other guys in robots. I believe wasn't Ooh, it? I don't remember that. I don't remember that at I don't all. Remember that either. Yeah, it was actually it was not that bad. I'd have to look it up, but it, decent movie. Um, but by the way, Vin Diesel, um. Mattel does a toy fair where they like display all their toys to the buyers and everything else. I did toy fair with Vin Diesel back in the day. I don't know if I've told the story before, but he had like a shark. He did, yeah, he was a shark. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I love that he's coming back to his roots. Um, American Girl, which I think is really obvious. This one is going to be a family comedy. Um, not so somehow it'll probably involve the dolls that are now adults. I don't know. But family comedy. Magic 8-Ball. Do you no. want to see a movie about the Magic 8-Ball? No. What no. the hell would... An hour and a half to two hours of it's that? It's going to be a PG-13 thriller. So oh, my God. imagination, coming off of Haunted Mansion, they're going to try and find a story around a Magic 8-Ball like they did around Haunted Mansion. Sure. I'm coming to yeah. get you. Shows up on the Magic 8-Ball. Should we make this movie? Signs say no. Yeah, signs say no. <laughs> signs say God. no. How about Masters of the Universe? This they, one's already in development. They're trying to find a studio. They already did it once, and it sucked. Dolph yeah. Lundgren played He-Man, and it sucked. So let's not go down that route. What an actor. Well, they are. Um, this one, I think, I kind of like this one because it's like old school, and it stars an actor whom people love. 
Major Matt Mason. That was the Mattel astronaut action figure from the 1960s. Who do you think should star in that? He lives and works on the moon. Tom uh, Cruise. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Oh. Tom Hanks is, so, is attached to it right now. Hmm. And then you've got Wishbone, which is about <laughs> the literary Jack Russell Terrier who became famous in PBS in the 90s. I don't remember Wishbone. What's the story, Wishbone? And he would run okay. around and they would have like a theme of the book and he'd be like wearing little costumes if whatever it is. Like if it was like Tom Sawyer, he'd be wearing his little ripped pants. Yeah, Wishbone was a thing. I don't remember that one. Matchbox to go along with Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be an action film based on the legendary toy cars. Thomas and Friends. It's going to be uh, a fantasy film based on the children's animated train series. How about this one? Viewmaster. What? No. Viewmaster, the picture viewer. This is all terrible yeah. ideas. They're Kristen. making all of these movies? Yes, these no. are all in development. And here's the last one, Christmas Balloon. It's not a toy. I'm sure Mattel will find a way to make a toy. But it's based on the true story of when Mattel donated toys to help make a young girl's dream come true after she tied her Christmas list to a balloon that was found by a grieving couple who worked on the toy company who worked with the toy company to fulfill the girl's wishes. Hmm. So they're going to make a family drama around that one. That one could be cute. Mm-hmm. This all is terrible. It's yeah. a terrible idea. It actually makes me hate that I liked Barbie because it's sparking. And, yeah. And you know what makes me mad? Because this was a weekend where we talked about Oppenheimer and Barbie being these great original films. It's why people went to the movies. And they're already looking to do a sequel, a second and third movie to Barbie. I mean, of course, I get it. They want to make the money. But Greta Gerwig, who created the script with her husband and then directed the film, is like, I don't think I have another film in me with Barbie. Like, that was her masterpiece. That was it. Mm -hmm. And to me, that was a one and done. Yeah. Because I don't know where you take this story. No, thank you. After you... Yeah. After this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, real quick, the Hugh Jackman movie I was thinking of, Real Steel. Real Steel, eh? Decent Steel. movie. Tom, I think, you, I think you'd like it. If you like a good action movie, Hugh Jackman is awesome in this movie. I am sick to death of action movies. Really? That's the problem. So I, back in the day, I probably would have liked it. I would like to go see a movie that has actual content where maybe I could learn something. Sure. I, I'm, I'm really tired of these you know, I, I'm not saying they aim them all at imbeciles. That's not what I'm saying, but it comes close. It's well, like, you know what Jesus. it is? They, they need sure bets at the box office, and I that's know. what it is. So they're figuring, oh, Mattel's figuring, if we do familiar IP properties, things that people grew up with, people that are familiar with, then we know, hopefully, that we're going to make $100 million. But, like, let's take a look at, at some of the films this summer. Indiana Jones didn't do well. no. Mission Impossible no. didn't do well. Neither did The Flash. And these, those are all well-known properties, right. sequels. People are tired. There's that movie out there. It's called Nefarious. It's not a brilliant movie or anything, but the acting in it is so incredibly good, but nobody's ever heard of it mm-hmm. because people don't want to go see movies like that anymore. I mean, this guy nails that role of being a psychopath. It's really something to watch. It's brilliant well, it acting. It doesn't have the marketing dollars behind it either. No, like that's it doesn't. The, yeah. that the studios didn't bother to promote it. And then you go, what's nefarious? And then, you know, it winds up on a streamer. And to me, I'll, I'll watch a movie like that and go, did that even make it to the theaters? Or was it just it created straight for streaming? Yeah, I don't know even if it made it. I just happened upon it one day. And I didn't like the logo because it made it look like it was, a, you know, way over the top science fiction. Yeah. Blah, blah, you know, I don't like the promotion of it. He, the acting in it. 
is the reason I loved it so much. It was well written, but not a lot of acting when everybody's bang, pow, boom. You know, who gives a rat's ass? Whatever. You got to kind of find those indie films yeah, during this time right yeah, now. You do. Yeah, because like especially during the height of Marvel, I had just I was so tired of just like seeing everything blow up and people flying through the air. I went down to uh, the Uptown Theater where they play a lot of indie films, and I was like, I just need to see something that is not on anybody's radar. And I came across a movie called The Hunt for the Wilder People. And it is from okay. it's from New Zealand, and it happened. I didn't know who this guy oh, was, okay. uh, Reese Darby, who happens to be. Uh, I like Reese. Yeah, Darby. all the guys from <clears throat> What We Do in the Shadows. Yep. I have no idea. One of the best movies I've ever seen. When people ask for a recommendation of something that's off the radar, that's the movie I, I always tell them to go watch. Yeah, and it's 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 interesting this summer that the indie box office is doing rather well with Good. Peter Camp and Good. Asteroid City. And Another good right movie. now, the only thing that's being greenlit in terms of like TV and film are independent projects. So because of the SAG strike. So I'm I'm just hoping we see a resurgence of that because we got a lot of great indie films in the 90s mm-hmm. when that that was happening. I'd love to see it again, honestly, because yeah. it brought us a whole host of like new stars in Hollywood. And right now I'm like, it's the same five people over and over again doing franchises. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.